welcome to the Embrace podcast with Marta Estrada, a place where we open up and embrace all parts of being human. We're all spirit beings having a human experience. Let's embody the totality of this experience and free ourselves of our conditions and beliefs that don't serve our highest purpose. Let's unite and make this world a place of peace, unity, respect, and love. Hi guys, welcome to another episode on Embrace. I am here today with a lovely, lovely man that I've met in my trip in Tulum. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to share you guys uh, his wisdom and his knowledge because we were just sitting down like talking about like life things and just health and the environment, the planet. And I just felt like we had really nice conversations and I just wanted to sit down and talk with him. so yeah, um, what's your name and where, where are you from? Hi guys, my name is Brett Forster and um, I live in Oxford in England. Okay. Uh, currently here in the beautiful Tulum. Um, part of my journey, part of my spiritual healing. Obviously had the beautiful pleasure of meeting you and your sister over the last few days. Um, so this is me and why I'm here so far. Awesome. I feel like that's definitely what we're, well, at least in my part, and I'm sure my sister too, it's just like the same thing. Like I came here kind of mainly to like reconnect with like my spiritual self, like my, uh, I guess you could say like my emotional side and like to just take things slow. So it's really nice to have met you. Um, I was kind of nervous to see like who was going to live around the area too. I was just like, oh, I don't know. But meeting you has been amazing. The people, and I haven't met many people this time where where we're staying. Um, But obviously, it's been a pleasure to meet yourself. Obviously, Marios, who we've just seen, is also a great guy. And I've briefly met the girl who's staying upstairs, who is actually a friend of a friend of mine uh, called Annette, and she's a great German girl as well. Mm, Awesome. That's super great. Um, Yeah, so I wanted to just ask you, like, what do you do what's like um i guess your passion in this world right now and how did it get you to the place you're in now okay so i currently work in the fitness industry in england um i went on a journey of my own from about the age of 23 where i used to be a 40 inch waist i was about 18 stone four really unhealthy really overweight um and i started that journey in, gosh, many years ago when I was 23. And then when I turned 30, I'd spent 10 years as an interior designer um, and I'd lost my passion for it. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't what it used to be. And I sat down, I had a long think, I went through things in my life, what I was passionate about at the time. And this fitness thing kept coming up that, you know, so many of my friends had, really complimented me on the losing just over five stone in weight um, going through changing certain aspects of my health which were really poor uh, so when I was several months before my 30th birthday I got into the fitness industry working for a company back in England um, and about the same sort of time I had a lot of changes in my life um, and it was kind of what brought me here today uh, to Tulum. I first came back here in 2020. I tell a lie, actually it was 2019. Mm-hmm. I was here for three months just before the beautiful pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned so much about myself being here, traveling Mexico. 
especially here in Tulum. I found Tulum to be a real, a real place to heal, a real place to understand oneself, um, which was then what actually brought me back earlier on this year. Um, and I was here solely for three months in Tulum. Um, and again, it was a real part of my healing process, my spiritual journey, certainly trying to massively improve some of my own health issues, <clears throat> excuse me, which is again what's brought me back here today. It's a great place for all that. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously going back to what you said earlier with our conversation today, that's been a huge part of my life over the last six years and something I've been able to understand and connect more to, certainly with the people that I've met here in and around Tulum. Now, I don't want to badmouth anyone, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people here in Tulum that believe that because they're here in Tulum and that they're investing in the culture around here that makes them eco-friendly. Mm -hmm. um, and the sad thing is, if you do your research and you strip back the actual truth behind Tulum, I'm afraid it's not all uh, it's made up to be. Yeah. There's, there's not the beautiful side that we all look around and see. There's a lot of underlining issues here. Um, and obviously being somebody who's so passionate about, passionate about the current state of not only my country in England, but the world as a whole, it's just further made me realize and understand actually we need to change mm -hmm. yeah that's so beautiful oh my god you like worded everything so nicely um yeah i have watched uh some videos before coming here and i was just kind of like doing my research a little bit and yeah it's the same thing like what you said about like there is a lot of underlining things that are not really on the surface like people don't really see them and yeah they Absolutely. see this beautiful place they see maybe like the culture here and stuff like that but they don't really understand like maybe a little bit of the damage that is happening because of the growth and the, everything that's happening around and that's, um, def that's definitely one of the biggest issues Tulum I think it was actually about six years ago when Tulum first came out in the Lonely Planet mm -hmm. guide and obviously, as the years have followed, Tulum has become the new popular place yeah. to be in Mexico. I think we all have to remember before that, Tulum was an old, rickety, wooden hut built place. Yes. And unfortunately, because of the sudden influx of tourists, including myself, mm -hmm. I'm also partly to blame, I hold my hands up, there was no infrastructure put in. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the, the basics, you know, we turn the shower on in the morning. If you actually smell the water, it doesn't smell great. Again, having learned that and then done research, there's no infrastructure here. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, unfortunately, a lot of the water that we use to shower, to flush the toilet, to wash our plates, is actually coming from highly contaminated water mm -hmm. to the point where we're actually talking human feces and animal feces mm -hmm. are mixed in with this water which is why obviously so imperative here to drink the bottled water yeah. and not from the taps. That's a, a huge mm -hmm. thing we all must know. But that also doesn't stop the fact that when we take a shower here in the morning, we are washing with contaminated water 100%. Mm -hmm. And also a lot of places very highly contaminated in human and animal feces. Oh, wow. And that's just one small problem. Yeah, I'm like, well, I was not like even aware of that. Yeah, it's really like, sad. Yeah. But it, and, and again, you know, 
I have a huge love for the planet. I, I absolutely love our planet to, to the ends of the to the ends of the universe. Mm -hmm. um, and again, you know, we go down to what we call here in Tulum the hotel zone, which again, people there staying there think, oh wow, I'm super eco-friendly, blah blah mm -hmm. blah. And you're not. You only have to step 50 meters on the other side of the road where your hotel is to find the diesel or petrol powered generators that are churning out all this crap. You can hear the noise. And the worst thing is that obviously what the locals are doing is stripping away mangroves. They're stripping away forestries in order for us to have our beautiful luxury holidays, yeah. but they're only beautiful and luxury on the, on the surface. Yeah, I did notice that the last time I came here and I was just seeing, because we stayed a little bit more towards the jungle and um, just like seeing all the trees that are broken, being broken down, like all that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't even imagine what it's going to look like in even just a couple years from now. Like, And it, it's going to be devastating. The last time I was here, which was earlier on this year in February, March and April, I actually met a really nice local who works in... The property area over here and he took me to one really beautiful place down in the hotel zone you go really high up and it's one of the highest restaurant stroke bars and it's got this 360 panoramic view you've got one side which is all the beautiful nature jungle and you've got the other side which is the ocean and he literally pointed out to the jungle side and he said was in the next two to five years you won't see any of this jungle because the whole of it will be built on wow. and when you walk through these beautiful nature reserves these beautiful jungles i mean they're awash with mm. wildlife yes. you know you only sit there at night you see all the birds fluttering in and out the trees you stay there a little bit later then you suddenly have all the bats fluttering in and out the trees the tarantulas yeah, i would the see tarantulas you know yeah. i bike down to the the beachfront or to the hotel zone and I've, I've seen the tarantulas, oh, they, they've literally crossed right in yeah. front of my paths. But then again, this time coming back to Tulum, you'll actually see they're building the solid stone brick walls mm -hmm. all the way down. Yeah. And that's actually to stop the likes of those mm -hmm. spiders in their habitat crossing wow. a road which shouldn't really be there anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, there's such a plethora, plethora of animals here. Yeah in the jungle from the smallest insect to the flying okay. birds to even the jaguars you yeah. know and we're damaging it and we're damaging it at a rate that's really really alarming yeah and again you know i go back i'm here in tulum enjoying my time away on my spiritual journey but i also see the damage that i along with everybody else is causing but the sad thing is I don't think the mass majority of people coming here are aware of the damage being caused for us to have our luxury holiday. Yeah, awareness is like key to everything. Keenest yeah, everything and I was going to say that too. I was going to add like, I mean, obviously we don't have all the answers, but it's like, would, what would you think if there were to be something that you might be able to think of like that can in some way not prevent that from happening, but doing it in a way that may be, it might be sustainable to maybe like the wildlife or the jungles. It's very hard as an individual, and it's even very hard as a small collective group of people to make a massive change. Mm -hmm. You certainly touched on one of the biggest factors, which is awareness. The more people become aware, the more we can do something as a group mm 
you know, it's that age-old saying that actually the strongest animal in the world is the ant. Because if you bring all the ants together, they, in their numbers, are the strongest. And we know that an ant can carry three times its weight. So I believe definitely touching on that point you said there, awareness and actually bringing us as a nation, as the public, as those that are privileged to be here on the planet, awareness is key. We also unfortunately live in a world where power and money are destroying. Mm -hmm. um, I think most people are aware of that. We need to definitely home in on governments. Mm -hmm. Governments, and it's not just corrupt here in Mexico, it's corrupt throughout the world. But we have to start making the people aware as much as we possibly can about the damage that's being caused by governments not enforcing more things to protect our countryside, to protect our jungles, to protect our oceans, and ultimately protecting animals, plants, species, that actually, you know, again, we all know without trees that provide oxygen, we wouldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. We have to protect and look after these things. So I think we definitely need to hammer down more on governments. Mm -hmm. And then I think we then need to look at the next biggest culprits. And for me, that are these, whether it be the big fancy hotel, whether it be the factory that's pumping out a mass produced product, putting massive CEO admissions into the atmosphere, or they're plowing through a jungle to set up their big factory. Again, they're doing so to provide the public with a product or a service. But I don't think us as the public are fully aware of the damage being caused to our planet. And I think the more people can make the public aware, the more we're going to succeed in bringing these companies, these governments to, to the front line to be accountable for their actions. Again, I go back, I'm not saying it's everybody else's fault. I fully take responsibility for my own actions for my own naivety in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to rectify that for the future. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews, and I wanna leave a better future for my nieces and nephews and all the nieces and nephews and daughters and sisters and sons and all that out there. Um, because as it stands at the moment, if we carry on the way we are carrying on, we're not gonna leave no future. And that for me, I honestly, it breaks my heart. I find it devastating. Mm -hmm. Me too, honestly. I do think, I, I used to think a lot about that too. And I would, it would bring me to like literally so much pain and tears. And, um, and like you said, it's just like as an individual, it just feels like so much like weight on our shoulders and so much like responsibility. But like you said too, like it's like we are a living example of uh, what can change and be different and through our awareness we can also just influence those around us to be aware of these things and maybe care a little bit more about these big things that are happening like in our planet and even with like humanity in general um, yeah because let's yeah. face it society as it stands today in the 2022 that we're in things are have gone backwards you know i mean my beloved grandmother died a few years ago she was 92 she was born in 1927 
and one of her last words to me was, I feel sorry for you, my grandson, being in society as it stands today. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I, I have to be honest, I, I blame the governments for mm -hmm. this. There's a lot of fear-mongering that mm -hmm. governments cause. Um, I feel the public in every country and as a collective public around the world, we actually need to remember that one, we are all human. That's mm -hmm. my biggest thing I say to everybody. Whether you are the CEO of a multi-billion pound com com company mm -hmm. or whether you are the average Joe Bloggs that is a, I call the backbone of a country where you work incredibly hard to provide for your family, your children, or whether you are the homeless person on the street, mm -hmm. we're all human. Mm -hmm. And I feel we've, we've forgotten that aspect in life. Mm -hmm. um, I see it so much across multimedia these days from the people who are rude, inhuman, insensitive to people, to those trying to spread love, care and awareness all around. Um, and I think it's such a simple thing. Every person on this planet can spread love and kindness. We're not spreading it anywhere near enough at the minute like we should be. We, we need to come together. We need to be reunited. And we need to remember that whilst we have our governments and they are there for specific reasons that are benefit to us all, I think we need to sometimes read through some of the crap. Yeah. and see through some of the crap and I think for a lot of us COVID was certainly something that we all learn that actually fear-mongering amongst the governments mm -hmm. all it does is impact us and it causes us to fear your next-door neighbor as opposed to loving your next-door neighbor no different to we see with gender sexuality racism what why do we have these things in the 21st century I don't care, to put it bluntly, I don't care who anybody sleeps with in their mm -hmm. bedroom. That's none of my business. Mm -hmm. If they're a decent, kind person, I'm gonna love you no, no differently like I love my family. Yeah. Whether your skin coloring is white, whether it's black, whether it's brown. Again, I sit here as supposedly the white British guy, but actually my skin coloring is incredibly brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get comments about it all the time. It shouldn't matter where you're from, what you look like, it should just matter about the person you are. Yeah. And if you're a good, kind person, then you should be spreading love and you should be receiving love back. Mm -hmm. And it's got to start with us. The change has got to start with the public in every country. Yeah. And my message to everybody out there, along with spreading love and kindness, is remember we're all human. You know, yeah. it's such a key thing we seem to have forgotten. Yeah. And it wasn't that long ago, you know, we had World War II and people were far more united then, even though we had a world war, than what we are today. Mm -hmm. And it makes me really sad to, to know this, to be a part of this situation. And again, it goes back to me being here in Tulum. I believe that my purpose in life is to spread my message um, to join others spreading that message. Not just about looking after the planet, taking care of the planet. We have to remember, if we're not healthy, we can't make change. Mm -hmm. So we've got to look after ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I don't mean individually, I mean as humans. Mm -hmm. That's where we've got to start. Yes.
Yes, yes. I actually, right now, it reminded me of, um, I was watching this documentary, I think, and it did say something, or I forgot a podcast or something, and it was saying something like that if civilization were to end tomorrow due to, I don't know, climate change or war or whatever, um, the planet is going to survive. Actually, the planet will be a better place because we're not here. Yeah. And what we should be worrying about is like, how are we going to change in order to be able to still live in this planet with the rest of the people in the entire world and, you know, in a sustainable way where it's going to help all of, all of us and also the planet. And thinking of that just makes me think like, wow, like it's sad that the planet would be a better place instantly as soon as we're gone. But, I, I but we don't want that. We don't, we don't want that. But I also think we, we live in this society as well, like, um, I'll give you a really silly example. Going back 80 years ago, mm-hmm. you had your kettle. You had your kettle for 50, 60 years. Nowadays, we have a kettle and we throw it out after a year because it's not the latest model mm-hmm. or it's not the right color for your kitchen. Mm-hmm. The devastation that causes is stupid but we've become a very wasteful, very flippant nation, society. And actually to now see that we have the likes of certain people in the world saying, okay, what's the backup once we've caused so much damage to the planet that we can't live here? The fact that we're even contemplating that we actually might be moving to Mars, mm-hmm. I think is ridiculous. Like. It, it, it really, it, it's beyond baffling. Like we should be so grateful to what we have here on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Let's take a step back and go, it's actually us causing the damage. Mm-hmm. We can stop the damage and we can even reverse a lot of the damage we've caused quite easily. But we live in a world where it's like, oh, you know, we're human, we're the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm almost to the point where we think we're bigger and better than the planet Earth, the universe itself. I mean, what, what is the next thing that we move to Mars and once we've then destroyed Mars, hopefully we find another planet? Yeah. We, we, we can't live like that. And again, if we just take a step back and actually realize how beautiful and how privileged everybody is on this Earth, to be able to live here, to be able to breathe in the air. We need to realize that. We need to stop pollution. We need to stop overfishing our seas. We need to stop plowing through our jungles. We need to stop killing off species. We need to stop destroying trees to benefit us for whatever stupid means it may be. Because actually, there's no guarantee with our future on Mars. And we shouldn't even be thinking about that. Yeah. We should be thinking about the gift we've been given here, which is Earth. Yeah, I, it always amazes me when I actually sit down and I just really think about like how we are alive here, how the planet is literally imperfect, like, well, it was and it, it still is because we're still alive, condition for us to have life. like. Yeah the air and like the oxygen and just like the water and like the forest and the desert like all of it is like in perfect balance for life to happen here absolutely and we like overlook that because we're we're just thinking maybe about too many things maybe stress at work or you know our own personal things but 
Um, but again, I think that's been caused by by governments. Yes. We're, we're thinking about the wrong things. Like, I understand we all have to go to work to earn a living, but actually, is, is that right? You know, when you see the, the carelessness being caused, yeah. it's completely the wrong focus about why, why we are here. Mm -hmm. Like, to have life, to have oxygen in our lungs, to have blood flowing around our body, we, sh we need to realize how much of a gift that is. There's no greater gift than being alive. So we need to rethink and retrain our brains mm -hmm. to realizing what is important. I firmly believe love is important. Yeah. I believe kindness is important to humans. Mm -hmm. But when we take the picture as a bigger picture and we take the damage we're causing to earth, and so easily and so flippantly with no regards, we need to rethink what we're doing because what we're doing in today's world is not working and we know it's not working because we're all seeing that damage being caused. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think we need to almost have a really good slap across the face, all of us, um, and realize that actually without planet Earth and the gift we've all been given to be alive, to have loved ones around us to have the ability to just breathe in clean fresh air I and mean, we have countries where that's not even possible yeah. because of such high rates of pollution that shouldn't be the case we we really really need to just stop really give ourselves a slap across the face mm -hmm. rethink what is relevant and what is the purpose maybe of being here and being alive yeah that's beautiful um, is there any practices that you maybe have implemented in your life that reconnect you to maybe being loved or to bringing your own awareness to all of these things? Like, is there any specific, like, maybe practices that you've implemented over the years of you becoming aware of all these things? Um, I think for me, meditation. I, I know there's a lot of people out there who may be listening to this and find it stupid, funny, laughing at me that I say meditation. But meditation is something that I found that really made me just stop and think. And you know, you can do a five meditation, you can do an hour meditation, but allow yourself just enough time to just completely clear your head and ask yourself some really basic questions. I don't want to um, give you those questions. They're different to everybody, mm -hmm. but I think we should all be asking the basics, you know, are we happy? Mm -hmm. And when I ask that question, you have to really be honest with yourself and ask yourself, are you truly happy? Mm -hmm. Then ask your, you know, I ask myself, have I been a good person today? And do you know what, I'll be honest, the answer isn't always yes. I have bad days like everybody does. Mm -hmm. I have moments which I regret with how I deal with things, how I've responded to things, how I've reacted to things. I've then maybe researched something after having done something, been a process in something, and realized that actually my actions, my ways have had a negative impact. But meditation for me is, has been a godsend. You know, it's allowed me to really calm my thoughts. It's helped massively with my own struggle and battle with depression. Um, but it's really asking yourself, 
key questions, serious questions, and go above and beyond the basics. You know, don't don't say, you know, am I happy in work? Because mm-hmm. you may be happy or not in work. Mm-hmm. To me, again, I go back, we all need to work to earn a living, but actually there's far more in life we need to be asking ourselves, you know. I ask myself the question, have I impacted the world in a better way today? Have I helped teach somebody about something that is going to impact the planet in a better way? Um, little things like that, big things like that. But meditation certainly for me, I am gratefulness. Honestly, really changed my perception and my outlook on life to just be grateful. Be grateful that we are alive. Be grateful that we have what we have. But again, I don't mean that in the way of materialistic things because you can't take them with you. You know, be grateful for a memory you've made. Be grateful for making somebody's day better. Making somebody who maybe was really low suffering on that verge of destruction that actually you gave them energy, good vibes, positivity to live another day, to live a better day. Um, So grateful is, being grateful and the awareness of gratefulness has been huge to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say meditation and gratefulness. I love how simple those answers are because anybody could just do that in this moment, like now. Like, no different to yeah. my, my thing I said about spreading love and kindness. Yeah. There's not one person on this planet who doesn't have the ability to spread love and kindness. Yeah. It doesn't take money. It doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. It's just, it could be a smile to somebody. And I think in the world we live in today, there's such a large majority of us around the world who have suffered, are suffering will suffer with depression, anxiety, all forms of of really sad, upsetting, devastating illnesses and actually the difference, just telling somebody you love them, telling somebody you're grateful for them, telling somebody that tomorrow is going to be a better day. Mm -hmm. These little things really have massive impact, massive impact. And I I know that from my own experience, both giving and receiving. I've, I've received it in my darkest of days where, I'll be honest with you, I've been on the, strength, on, on the brink of suicidalness mm-hmm. and just a little something as somebody telling me that they appreciate me, they love me, that they're grateful that I'm here and still here makes a huge difference. Yeah. And I'm all about paying it forward. And again, it doesn't need to be money. Mm-hmm. It's just that simpleness of I'm human, you're human, everybody listening to this podcast is human mm-hmm. we can all provide and give love and kindness oh my god that's so i'm gonna cry <laughs> that's so amazing oh i love that yes Thank you. i love that i think that we should definitely like leave it as it is right now i feel like that's a great way to end it and thank you just so much for sharing your, no, your love my pleasure, and honestly. your wisdom thank you for inviting me words. yeah no problem i honestly just wanted to say that I'm really grateful that you're like you were our front door neighbor right now and that we got to meet like I'm I appreciate you as a person I can feel like the love the sweetness that you bring to this life honestly like I I can just see it and hear it and yeah. I'm just super grateful like to have and you. listen I'm grateful to you <laughs> and, and actually I'm grateful to the mass majority of humans on this planet we are we are all beautiful mm-hmm. we really are all beautiful yes. and just 
simple, remind somebody the next time you see them. Remind yeah. them they're beautiful and yeah. remind them we're all human. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Brett. Thank you. Pleasure. Okay. Take well, care. much love, guys. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And yes. <laughs>